Welcome to the Regular Guys Random Things Weekly Podcast. Thanks again for listening to these regular guys talk about the most random things. So sit back and relax while they get started. Hey everyone, how's it going? I'm your host, Scott. Uh, we're back for another week of sheer randomness. So how's everybody doing? How you doing, Brian? Doing well, thanks. How about you, John? I'm doing splendid this and evening. This evening? Yes. And Dustin? I'm doing great myself. Uh, so we're back at it for another week. So uh, let's try and figure out what's been going on in our lives. What interesting things uh, have you been up to, John? Uh, in this in this past week, um, in the in the destiny universe destiny yeah (laughs) do you do anything but destiny dude um yeah i have an addiction it's there's no question but uh what'd you have for breakfast this morning i didn't oh intermittent fasting that's right bro you know you remember it i'm so tickled but anyway uh we uh a friend of mine wanted to do the raid and had some stuff and uh we were able to lfg it and have a pretty good experience what is lfg looking for group it's uh not looking for a girlfriend well it could be whatever you want but uh in his case he's he's looking for guy friends maybe so <laughs> anyway he wanted to do some stuff and so we tried that and it was pretty successful and which was nice because we've had a hard time with our clan being active enough so anyway i did that with him and it was fun we did good that's it uh, yeah you, you did something on. over the weekend come on you weren't on as much as usual so i know you're doing other stuff oh i did a house project where we're like stuccoing or not stuccoing but spackling whatever you call the crap that fills the cracks in the walls so that you can paint but i'm sorry that's not interesting to me <laughs> what room were you doing this in a room in my house Nice. Bedroom for the kids? Yeah, bedroom for the kids. I I mean, I guess that's more interesting than Destiny, but... Do you consider yourself a handyman? I am a handyman, actually, yeah. Nice. I am very good with my hands. So (laughs) So you're redoing the... Says who? (laughs) You're you're good with your hands and spackling shouldn't be said in the same sentence. (laughs) Redoing your... (laughs) Okay, you're redoing your kid's bedroom. Is this correct? Well, yeah. Not, not a complete okay. overhaul, but we ripped some molding off and uh, we're patching the wall up for paint and then we'll put molding back on it and hopefully make it look nice. Nice. Are the walls beat up because your kids are destroying them or just because it's old room? It's just an old room, yeah. It's not a lot of damage. No no hole is larger than like um, like my pinky or whatever. They're all just mollies, holes for mollies from mm-hmm. this and that. And so mm-hmm. we removed them and... And patched him, but. I loved it how you held up your pinky and said, "No bigger than this, this," because <laughs> they can all oh, see that. I'm so sorry. That's funny. Yeah, I just held up my pinky and looked at it. And it so, was did you big. have to? Did you have to take down some wallpaper or some wood paneling or something? No, but I have done that, and it's miserable. That is miserable. Miserable. Well, that sounds interesting. Brian, what have you been up to? So, uh, as you've heard me say before, uh, my wife likes to celebrate her birthday. So we had two more birthday celebrations over the weekend. Uh, we had birthday celebration number four, so uh, we all went, my family this time, for dinner. And then um, another one, she likes to get at least extravagant on at least one of them. So we held a uh, painting party over at our house and invited a bunch of people over. I don't know if you guys are, are you guys aware of painting parties. Do you know anything about them? Is that where you, you get a bunch of people and they all get drunk and paint a picture? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> kind of, except for the drunk parts. Okay. At least for us, yes. Yeah, so we 
you hire someone, they come over, they show you, uh, you pick a painting, and they teach you how to paint that. What was your picture? What, what did you pick? What was it? Well, at the group, it was they, they voted on a painting, and it was uh, Fairyland or something. I can't remember the exact title. It was just Dark Forest. Oh, lots this is getting of, worse and worse yeah, for me. Yeah, yeah. Blues, purple, so. Did you go? Yeah. John, you went to Look, this party I'm as well? now remembering that I did that last nice. week. I didn't nice. remember that. I, I didn't paint, though. My wife painted, and she really enjoyed that kind of stuff. So I actually participated myself. I'm not an artist, so um, I don't mind posting a picture on our Instagram feed, as long as you guys promise not to laugh at me. Oh, yeah, we totally promise never to laugh <laughs> actually, at you ever again, Brian. Actually, Pinky promise, Scott? <laughs> I, I thought Brian did a good job, and he refused because of his manliness coursing through his veins to use a pink for the floor of the painting or whatever. You'll see. If it was put, like a pink fog, and I didn't think that would go well. What color so did you use? I used green. He did straight-up zombie ooze Ninja Turtle mm, green. Like nice. <laughs> like pastel green or <laughs> like neon green? Neon kind of like straight-up like neon, neon green. Nice. So nice. I'll say it myself, but it looks like there's a cactus in the middle of a forest. <laughs> so that's, that's the worst part of my painting. Is it alive? No. It's a dead cactus? It looks like a dead cactus. It's in the distance, and it's black. It's a silhouette. He needs to give himself more credit, no, it's pretty bad. All right. So, so thank you, Krista, for coming over and uh, hosting a painting party. I'll I'll post her link if you guys would like on uh, one of our feeds, on show notes. Nice. What about you, Destin? So I had a couple things happen this week. Uh, first, I got my hair cut, and I know this isn't uh, wow, did? that's newsworthy. exciting. I couldn't tell, but I get my hair cut by a gentleman named Juan. And he works at the Style Center, and I said I would give him a shout-out because he listens to the podcast. So oh, there you go, Juan. Nice. Hello, I, Juan. Uh, I could tell I was just teasing him. Don't worry. I'm not, I'm not dissing your haircut skills. <laughs> oh, you're talking to Juan, not yeah, me? Yeah, I'm talking to Juan. <laughs> <laughs> but so do you guys like the dentist or do you hate the dentist? I, you know, I don't really mind the dentist, to be honest, because it's just... Which, Not bad. Which decade of gen, of dentists? Because the dentists now have like TVs and you get to wear headphones and laughing gas. You know. So I go to a pretty old school dentist, but I don't mind going to the dentist. I don't have a problem with it. Uh, he doesn't have TVs on the ceiling. He has these motivational posters. Uh, they have an option for music, but I never listen to their music because it's like a, a poor selection. So I bring my own music and I, I normally don't have a problem with the dentist, but something's changed. So there's this lady there. She's the hygienist. And um, I. this is the part I hate about the dentist is they, they scrape your teeth with those metal tools. That's mm-hmm. like, it's the worst for me. It's like chalk on a... On a Fingernails, fingernails on, a, on yeah. a chalkboard. And there's this lady who's the hygienist and she's this big softball mom. Like she's like crazy about softball and she always wants to talk about softball or talk about her kids, which is hard for me because she's like knuckle deep into my mouth. And so how am I going to have a conversation? Yeah, I hate that when you're at the dentist and they t- try and talk to you and like your mouth's like all open and they expect you to answer. Uh, yeah, exactly. Is there Chewbacca in here? <laughs> <laughs> so the last couple of times I've gone, they've they've switched up their tactics. They don't use these uh, scrapey tools anymore to clean my teeth. They've moved to this ultrasonic uh, tool and it it shoots some water and brought to you by Sonicare. No, I don't. I don't. I don't know what it looks like because I've, I've never seen it, but. It has this little kind of thing every once in a while that's like when you have a cold on your teeth, you know, you kind of get that shiver. So that happens every once in a while. But I'm okay with it because she's not grinding on my teeth with metal tools. But this last time I went, 
I don't know what was going on different, but when she uses this tool, it sprays water in my mouth. And I felt like I was underneath the sprinkler. So she would like do a couple of teeth and then she honestly had to take a towel and dab my face off. (laughs) So that's like, that's like the first thing that was driving me crazy. I'm like, oh man, I, I can't stand this anymore. The second thing was, is, and it wasn't explained to me. The dentist comes in and he's a super nice guy. I like him. But he's like, okay, we need to take a couple of high spots off. Well, I don't know what that means. But he's like, get a number six blade. And so your feelings, by the, the way. Well, this wasn't on my feelings, though. That's the thing. Huh. So I know what I know what they're talking about when they make you bite on that little piece of black paper and yeah. grind your teeth together. Yeah. So he says to the softball lady, get me a number six blade. And so he brings out this number six blade, and I see it kind of go in front of my face, and it looks like a, a carpet or a shingle knife. It's this great big giant thing. So he starts kind of scraping my tooth. And the next thing I know, he's got like his other fingers like prying against my gum, holding himself up on a gum. And he's like grinding away on my tooth. And are you okay? And I'm like, yeah, but it doesn't hurt on my tooth where he's grinding. It's like whatever he's doing on my gum, he's pressing his fingers on. So that was my my two seconds of, of the dentist. Um, and then everything went okay, but... I don't know. I don't know if I if I need to look for a new dentist or or what. But a new dentist that's sticking a number six blade <laughs> in your mouth, man, you better start looking. Yeah, I'm like, hey, where's the Novocaine? Where's something? Like, give me something before you start digging away on my teeth. Or it's worse if you wake up after the, the laughing gas and your shirt's on buttons. You know, you're kind of g- gathering yourself and you don't know what's happening. You <laughs> talk about like that's a bad thing. <laughs> <laughs> And then I finished up my uh, my construction project. Also, we put up some shiplap with my wife and uh, that finished really that. Nice. Up. Yeah, I'm going to post a picture of that too on Instagram. Um, it was kind of a, a fun thing. My wife and I did it together. Usually, we don't do projects together, but we spent all day putting up the shiplap. It was something she really wanted, and I quite enjoyed the ease of it comparative to some of the other stuff we've done. But I think she thought it was cool because she actually got involved in what we were doing. So I noticed the floor was ripped up too. Is that? Yeah, dude, I ripped out the carpet. Mm -hmm. I, I spackled all the walls like you did molding. uh, You're going to do wood floor painted. No, we actually got some carpet Remember from the carpet barn. Has your wife been watching any uh, HGTV or anything like that lately? That's been inspiring Mm -hmm. her. See, we don't have, we don't have cable, so there's no HGTV. She's right. on Pinterest. Pinterest. <laughs> she is on Pinterest, yeah. So I don't know where the shiplap idea came from, but I like it. It looks good. I'm really, I'm really stoked about it. It's a good color. It. I like it. Kind of yeah. a grayish, nice neutral color. color. I like it. You know what's funny is the one request I had of this whole room is I didn't want. She had these sheer type curtains hanging from the windows, and they're useless. You pull them closed. They don't block out any light. I'm like, what's the point of these other than just hanging like $30 pieces of fabric from your thing. And so she's like, okay, we'll get some curtains. You like, I want something blackout, something I can shut. Nothing comes in, you know? And so, um, she hung up these curtains we had gotten and they were shears again. And so <laughs> I was like, she's like, okay, I'll take them down. We'll get new ones. And that ended up being like a whole day project because we had to drive to a bunch of different stores. We put some on hold. We couldn't find what we wanted and sheets, dude, sheets. Well, these shares are like 60 bucks a piece. So that's like 60 times four. I'm like, I don't want to spend that much money. And so we found some on sale, but then we ended up driving all across the valley back and forth, trying to find what we were, what we were wanting, but we finally got it. So I'm happy. She's happy. Does it make your room dark then? 
Oh yeah. Yeah. It's awesome. Yeah. No light coming in at all. You have to have that if you have a TV in the room. Well, that was the thing is the TV used to be in front of the window. So I wouldn't get any glare the way we've moved the room around the TV now faces the windows. And so when those windows are open, there's a big glare, but the blackout curtains took care of that. So that's about all I had. What about you, Scott? So my house this week, my wife went and saw the greatest showman. You guys seen that? No. Oh yeah. Have you? Yeah. Yeah. I hear it's good. It has completely taken over my household for this past week. Welcome to my world. Is that, is your wife the same? So she, she, Go ahead. Sorry. She listens to it all the time. She's got my kids listening. She took my kids to it with her mother two days later. They tried to get me to go. I didn't want to go. If I go to a movie, you know, I like to, when I go to a movie, it has to be a certain quality. I'm the same Like there are some movies that are are theater movies. No, not that one. (laughs) Theater movies, you know, like uh, Avengers, stuff like that. That's what I want to see in the theater. I'm like, why do I know the name of that movie? Oh, yeah. Yeah. That was the terrible one. Who knew Wolverine could sing, right? Yeah, exactly. Well, I saw him in uh, Les Mis, so I knew right, he could sing. Right. But I don't, and, and I've talked to my wife about this, we don't go to movies for chick flicks. We don't need to see him on a big screen <laughs> with nice sound. We go to movies for, like, action movies where it's epic and it's big, Dunkirk or something like that, where, you know, the sound is, is part of the movie, whereas in chick flicks, the sound isn't really part of the movie. And it's I don't know dialogue and stuff. I don't know if I'd call it a chick flicks, and I do like musicals. I I do like musicals, and I do want to see this. I just don't want to see it, but she loves it. It's her favorite movie now. She's got the kids. She printed out lyrics to all the songs so that they can sing sing along with the songs, and my kids are now singing the different parts. One of them is... Barnum and one of them, I guess it's not Bailey in the in the movie. It's he's got a different name, but it's really Barnum and Bailey, and they they sing the different parts, and and it's uh, taken over my house. So I, I was in the car with my mom, and a song came on. I have Apple Music, and it was just a random song. I didn't pick it or anything, and she's like, "I love this song," and I was like, "How do you know this song? It's from The Greatest Showman." Yeah. So let me give you my two cents on the guy thing. So Wolverine in Les Mis. I didn't like Les Mis at all. You know, I get in there and the movie starts and I'm like, they're singing everything. I need to go to the bathroom. Hey, what are you doing over there? And I'm like, I'm going to the bathroom too. Are are they going to start talking? And my wife's like, no, they sing the whole time. And I'm like, so... Let's go to The Greatest Showman. I'm like, uh-uh. No, I'm not going to sit through the same thing I saw in Les Mis. No, uh-uh. <clears throat> I'm excited so, to see it, but at my home. But what I really want to see, too. you know what I really want to see? X-Men the musical <laughs> with Wolverine singing and dancing as he's fighting Sentinels. So with Scott, me. No. So. No? No. I, I would see Greatest Showman <laughs> in the theater. And. So I'm a guy that never goes and sees any movies. We never see any movies in the theater. So I saw it once. Um, I took the kids to see it, and I enjoyed it. It was great. It was fun. The music's it, so you've it's seen fun. it twice in the theater? So man, they, let's, let's pull his man card right man, now. Man, he's so, bad as my wife. So this isn't, this isn't a chick flick movie. I don't think so. The second part of this is they have a sing-along version of this. So you can go to a theater, and everybody sings along. Karaoke and I guess, style? Wow. No way. Wow. So, so no when, I went, way. when I went to buy the tickets the first time, there was only sing-along tickets left. And I'm like, I can't do it. 
So <laughs> I bought the regular tickets. I went and saw it, and it was a great movie. And then we had a couple invite us to go see it again. And Erica seen it was like, three times? No, I've only seen it twice. <laughs> but Erica was like, uh, they want to go see The Greatest Showman. But I was like, I'll go see it again because it's that, it's that fun. Like, it's fun to have that big booming music. It's a, it's a fun story. My kids love it. We got the soundtrack. That's all they listen to all day, every day. We have the Google Mini in our house, and it's, hey, Google, play The Greatest Showman. That's all that's on yeah. all the time. I, I know how it is, so maybe we should get our families together and we can act out the whole thing. It might happen. Can Bailey, I mean, uh, my Abby. Ab- Abby can sing. Can yeah. Abby play it on the ukulele yet? Uh, I don't know. If, she's been working on a couple other things. I don't mm. think she's she's been doing The Greatest Showman. Dustin's daughter Abby is great on the ukulele, so she just picked it up. She needs. She still needs tablatures to kind of learn how to play a song, and I don't know if there's anything out for The Greatest Showman yet. Yeah, but. So, but I'm excited to see it in my own living room someday. in your pajamas sure it's, why not it's a movie you need to have some good sound so I, your house has good surround sound so it'll be fun but it's it's a movie that requires some sound because some of that music's pretty bassy and there's a lot of fun stuff i Very hope nice. disney doesn't catch this and start putting out instead of animated films they're making them all musicals now no, they already are dude didn't they you are? see beauty and the beast no i didn't yeah, Cinderella, Beauty Cinderella, and the Beast, live okay. action. I guess I'm behind the times. What's no, the next really. one, Mulan? Really? Are they really going to do it? That's terrible. I didn't see any of those. I didn't see La La Land either. I guess that's a musical, right, that's out pretty recently. Yeah, Beauty and the Beast wasn't bad. I haven't seen it yet. It's not the worst musical I've seen. I like musicals. I'll go, I like musicals, so. Well, I know they do them on Broadway because they have Lion King on Broadway, right? That's a big production. Mm-hmm. Is that is that the same thing as a musical? <laughs> sure. And Beauty and the Beast is not. It's like, a play, though, not a movie. It's not a musical in the traditional sense. It it follows the animated movie pretty well, and they have a lot of similar songs, like the animated movie. But there's talking. It's not like Les Mis, where there's basically zero talking. And I didn't love Les Mis either, uh, at least the the musical version. Um, not because anyone did a bad job. They all did great. I just didn't love. It's not your style. It's just not my style. I didn't love that they sang everything that they were doing and that where you would normally use words. That's not my that's not my jam. I did see La La Land, which is a musical, and I didn't know it was a musical. So my wife's like, let's go see a movie, and she gave me a couple options, and somehow we happened upon La La Land, and I had no idea going into it that it was a musical. <laughs> so and? It was very good. It was nice. very good. So I'm not opposed to musicals, but... Um, the only reason why yeah. you see La La Land is for Emma Stone. There's no other reason. Ryan Gosling... I turn the sound off and just watch Emma Stone, and that's it. What, what is that gesture you're giving us, John? Two Thumb, thumbs up. Thumbs up. Oh, thumbs up right. for John. Nobody, you know, you know people or uh, audio media here. I do. People underst- can't see you when you give gestures. The thumbs up was just for us guys. Oh. <laughs> Thanks, Scott. <laughs> Called him out. So, do you have anything else that was cool that happened other than Greatest Showman? You know, that's pretty much my house 24-7 now. So that's about all that happened uh, there. Um, you sound like me and Destiny. Are you sure you didn't have any house projects that you <laughs> forgot about? <laughs> no. No house projects. So uh, let's go into, you know what, we, we kind of sat down and we kind of talked about topics. And we decided one thing we wanted to talk about was our past employment history. So. Dun, dun, dun. Everybody's had jobs. We've all had several of them. 
and we've probably all had some really interesting experiences on jobs. Um, anybody want to? Brian, you look like you're ready to give us an experience. Oh, sure. What's some of the job, past jobs you've had, and what are some of the highs and lows of that particular job? So I have had a job since I've been 14. So I come from a large family, and I didn't like my school clothes choices back when I was going to middle school and high school, so I decided to start working early. So um, I've had probably four jobs before I was 16, probably 10 or 15 since then. Um, I don't know if that's something to brag about. Probably you not, wanted right? to buy those parachute pants, didn't you? I wanted the Air Jordans, the pumps. Hmm. Uh, pumps were Reebok. Air Jordans were Nikes. I'll were bet they? you he's running around with a red cape and, no, and whitey tighties. See, I was able to afford the Payless shoes type. So they, were, say, they were Jordan pumps. <laughs> don't lie, you've got pro wings on. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. So um, probably the, the one that uh, is most memorable is probably my job just pre- previous to this one. So... Um, Right out of high school, I worked for the airline industry way back in 1997, way back then. So I worked there for uh, about 12 years. And um, I worked everything from outside on the ramp to inside customer service, checking people in, checking their bags and boarding the planes, that kind of stuff. Um, that's probably the one that's Did most memorable. Did you get memorable. free flights? Yes. So there's a catch to that. You can travel for free, but they don't pay you much. So you can't spend anything wherever you go. <laughs> That's the catch. <laughs> so you can afford to fly there but not stay in a hotel? Right. So you've seen the, lot of, uh, the inside of a lot of airports? Yep, exactly. So uh, we, I did do that a lot. One of the common things that I did is I uh, had a friend that was in um, Ohio, and he used to fly out here, and we'd go to places to dinner. We went uh, once a month. We would go to one of the seafood buffets in Las Vegas. Uh, we did that frequently just as for something to do. Um, that's how I got involved into a lot of sports. So I'd go and fly to Los Angeles and catch Los Angeles Dodgers games, or I'd fly to New York and catch uh, a New Jersey Devils game. I nice. did that frequently. That'd be cool. Some New of Jersey Devils is basketball? <laughs> yes, it's <laughs> curling. Curling. Curling, sorry. Curling. No, of course, it's hockey. Huh. So um, I do have a funny story, though. Go. About the job. So you're, you're not going to believe it. So hear me out. It's true. I tell you, it is true. So the, la- the last one, uh, the last place I worked at, I was actually doing customer service. I was working at the ticket counter. So, you know, you go through those snakes and you bring up your bags and you check in uh, your bags at the counter. So one of the problems we had frequently was people would bring their coolers to check in their coolers as bags underneath the plane. And one of the things we had to do was there was a problem because people ha- would have uh, wet ice in there and have like frozen meat inside the coolers. So we had to patrol it. So when it was loaded in the plane, it didn't leak and get on other people's bags because the airline would have to reimburse people for their tore up bags or their while wet and destroyed clothes. So we had to inspect them to make sure that they didn't have wet ice. So uh, this is probably during the summer. So it was really a high travel period. And we were getting probably four or five coolers full of stuff every shift. And it was a pain in the butt because you had to stop everything you're doing and Nine out of ten times, there was wet ice in there. Now, when you say wet ice, the alternative is dry ice, and and most people weren't using dry ice? Yes, so they would, they would get ice or bags of ice from the gas station or from their fridge and throw it in there, and there was all kinds of various things. But, um, like, we would get fish heads and fish tails and, like, raw meat that they had butchered in their backyard and thrown in a cooler. I mean, I get there's some probably some cultural significance because typically the people who had coolers were of the... Uh, Polynesian descent, 
So I think there's some cultural significance because they would travel back and forth to like uh, family weddings or big big parties and out of state. But uh, so this one comes up and there's this big cooler, there's duct tape all around it. So I'm like, oh, this guarantee there's going to be something in here. I guarantee it. So I have to get a knife. I cut all the tape around it and I pop it open. And what I saw scared the crap out of me because dead body. No lie. Zombie. There is a full blown pig head. <laughs> Inside the cooler, <laughs> staring at me. The second I open it up, no ice, but just a pig's head. Wow, nice. That's the only thing that was in there was a pig's head. <laughs> I I don't know why you would travel with that. Or it's called head cheese. Did it have an apple in its mouth? No, <laughs> but it was completely gross. Was its eyes open, looking at you, Brian? Yes, it was because it barely fit in there. They had to shove it in there and pack it in there tight. That's why there was so much. That's duct a tape. huge boar's head. Yeah, it was. If a it filled the whole cooler, pig said it was one of the big coolers too. It wasn't the small ones. It was the wow. the two person lift coolers. Huh. So do you have to open these coolers with? the person right there or do yes. you do it afterwards no no they're standing right there because if it has wet ice in there we have to deny it or we had to deny it and then what do they do with these coolers once you deny them they were always upset well i'm going to so-and-so's wedding or i'm doing this or i'm doing that i pack this up how am i supposed to how am i supposed to take it back it was always a fight did you say well it looks like i'm having a pig's head for dinner tonight <laughs> <laughs> yeah i don't know so well, of course we had to deny that one and we actually wound up they had someone that was still circling the airport and they were able to pick it up and take it but you know what you should have done you should have had a barbecue on the uh what are they called tarmac that? yeah out on the tarmac and whenever someone would come through with that kind of stuff you just grill it up just put it on a stick and hold it behind the jet engine <laughs> <laughs> instant well, beef. what if you can't identify it did you eat it anyway i think it depends i i'm not super brave that way so would you if it smelled good, okay. <laughs> Before or after cooking it, mm, preferably both, <laughs> but especially after. Have you ever had chitlins? Have I ever had chitlins? That's I don't know. I don't think so. Do you know what chitlins are? I have a pretty good idea. Why don't you tell us? Why don't you tell us? You what your tell pretty us. Good ideas. <laughs> <laughs> chitlins are typically pig intestines. It doesn't have to be pig intestines, but it's pretty much always intestine. Okay. And um, depending on the quality of the preparation, it can have a very distinct smell. And if you're wondering what that distinct smell is, it's just quite simply poop. Mm, nice. And then you eat that? And then you eat it. Sounds delicious. And it tastes similar to the way that it smells. Remind me never to come to your house for dinner. Brian. I have never made and will never make chitlins. Brian, did anybody ever show up with a cooler full of chitlins? Nope. Nope. They, Are you I, sure? Yep. I did see a big cooler oh, full you, of... Oh, you would be sure if it happened to you. Of bread. Bread? Full bread? of that Grandma Sycamore's bread. Probably like 15 loaves. In a cooler? <laughs> they don't have that in California, I guess. I don't know. Seriously. In ice? No. It was just a cooler full of that. Dude, I'll uh. bet you that that bread was a cover. I think they should have sent the dogs. I guarantee you they were with, hollowed out. With bags of weed in the middle? Something. Something. <laughs> I guarantee you. I wouldn't well, doubt it. I no bread's be. that good. So you went from airline to IT. Was airline your dream job or was IT your dream job? Well, IT was my dream job, really, when I first started out. I just uh, worked at the airlines right out of high school. This is a means to put myself through college and 
work my way out and have cool clothes. I guess so. Pro wings. So, <laughs> so speaking of dream jobs, let's say you could. What is your dream dream job, and how how has that evolved over the years? I'm, you know, we all start out at ten, and we have this job, and then you get to college, and you probably change majors a hundred times. At least I did, anyway. So, what what? Give us some insight on your dream job, maybe when you were a kid and as you got older. So say when I was 10, I wanted to be a heart surgeon. I'd always carry around uh, medical books, like anatomy books, and I would study them. And so I w- grew up wanting to be a heart surgeon. I don't know why, particularly. And when did that change? Um, when I got to school, I realized, maybe in high school, I realized how much more school that would take and decided to, oh, I want to do something in computers. Those are cool. Nice. Then I got to college, and I took a programming class, and I hated it. So and I really liked at the time an accounting class. So I decided to switch my majors, and my goal was to become a CPA around probably 20. And then I got further into accounting, and I hated splitting hairs and counting beans. So I decided to switch back to computers, and that's what I wound up graduating. And here we are today. Here we are today. In the vaults underneath the mountain. That programming true. computers. Counting counting pebbles instead of beans. Hacking counting the dark neck. Semicolons <laughs> instead of beans. So <laughs> that is true. John, what about you? Uh, what does your job history look like? Okay, well I've I've worked a lot of jobs, um, a lot of different industries. I started in the safety and emissions uh, area. Jiffy Lube? No. <laughs> It was actually um, a very specific uh, building, kind of like Just Emissions, kind of like that, where they mm. just did that. A um, quick emissions place. Yeah, a quick emissions place. And um, really enjoyed that. That was just such a funky introduction to the workplace. I mean, I'd done stuff around the house and helped out and stuff, but as a first job, I thought that was pretty cool. I got to drive a lot of cool cars. Um, people would hand me the keys to whatever needed emissions testing and and you got to drive them 10 feet and they well 10 feet's 10 feet man and they trusted me with their car and we did not just have did you, you know, did you ever crash anyone's car i never damaged anyone's car ever so well, that's boring which is interesting because you have a skid pad you know and you have to do a brake check on the skid pad i could see easily you know having problems there never did but anyway um so that's where I started. Then I went into the uh, grocery store <coughs> industry as a bagger. They promised me in the uh, in the interview that I would be able to move up quickly and become a cashier. The, the dream job. Yeah. <laughs> After like a month of working there, uh, I could easily see that that was not going to be my career path and that I also was not going to be able to do any kind of progressing. So I left there, um, and uh, I got a job, I believe, I don't even remember what was after that, actually, at this point. Um, I did eventually get a job at Sears, and in their warehouse, and I had to uh, open boxes that came in off of the trucks, and put them out on the floor, or at least get them ready to put on the floor. You know what? I did that too at Sears. You know the crazy thing about it was? One shipment, I got a a whole huge several boxes of underwear. (laughs) Scott saying I worked at Sears reminded you of that? (laughs) No, I was going to tell the story whether or not Scott worked at Sears. But 
I just remember thinking as like a 18 year old getting a box of not not men's underwear either was <laughs> well that, that that makes an entirely different picture when it you <laughs> had that little detail in it and was that's it, my fetish it was awesome <laughs> and I could see why Scott talking reminded you of that <laughs> <laughs> so anyway um, did you, how old were you when you worked there I'm just curious uh, I was probably 22. Yeah, I was young too. I I only worked there for three or four weeks um, because I had applied at Sears in Circuit City back when they existed, uh, an electronic store for those of you too young to know. Um, they called me back for an interview, you know, three weeks into my Sears situation, and I way preferred working on the floor at Circuit City than being in a basement, you know, with ladies' underwear, you know, stocking shelves. That's not true. <laughs> That's not true. You're it's lying. Mostly, it's mostly yeah, true. You're lying. It's mostly true. You had to try you them on so, for science. You yeah. so look like a Circuit City floor guy. Dude, I like, actually really like now, that job. Now knowing that that's where you started, yeah. I can see it. Like, yeah. for sure. You I look like it. that guy. I loved it. And um, interesting, I, I worked there before um, I left on a service mission. And that was my last job before I left. And one of my bosses, I don't know what he's doing now, um, he said, don't ever bring up a problem unless you have a solution or something like that. That always stuck with me, which is really weird because most jobs, not, I mean, you move on and you forget everything there. But uh, that guy was cool. So anyway, I worked at Circuit City. I like that. Um, and then I was gone for a while, came back. I drove parts, uh, car parts to Logan for the Larry Miller group, company, whatever they call themselves. And that was fun. Um, a lot of driving and uh, just an interesting job. And then I think my next job was I, I did a shuttle service for Ski Bones from the like timeshare-ish thing. They didn't want to be called a timeshare. They're basically a timeshare, whatever, um, to the different uh, slopes. So Park City, Deer Valley, Canyon, wherever they wanted to go. A lot of times they tipped really well, which is great. I basically made my wage, don't tell the government. Um, I'm not even going to say the rest just in case. <laughs> <laughs> tips, it, tips were great. You know, uh, so, Donald Trump's listening to our podcast just, right as um, we speak. So uh, be careful. Tips were great. Were huge. What are huge. They were huge a long time ago. And so... Um, Statute of limitations is run out. I hope so. I don't think so. I, don't, I have no out. idea. I'm not saying anything. <laughs> but I, I enjoyed that job. That was a lot of fun. Um, I do remember this one guest. Um, he was totally sloshed. And I had to pick, I think I picked him up at a grocery store or at the liquor store. I don't remember, but I had to pick him up. Uh, he had called the hotel. And so they sent me out to pick him up. I picked him up. And on the way back, uh, I, I always listened to the radio um, and uh, there was a band on uh, the radio, and this guy really? with, his, with his buddies. Yes, it's, an, there was it's a novel concept. Radio? I understand, but that's not the point. So he's, you know, just totally slosh talking to his buddy, who's not nearly as hammered as he is. But uh, anyway, he says to me, "Oh, this song's so great! I love these guys. I'll give you twenty bucks if you can tell me the name of this artist." And I'm like, oh, shoot, I, I know the song. I mean, it's a classic 80s uh, pop song, you know, but I couldn't remember the name of the artist. So I'm kind of like, oh, it's, uh, I recognize it. I don't totally remember. He said, I'll give you 40 bucks if you can tell me who the name of this, this band is. 
and I'm still struggling. I, I don't got it. 60 bucks. Oh, now the pressure's on. I'm super irritated because I know the song, but I can't name the artist. 80 bucks. Still, I mean, the temperature's rising. Still frustrated. $100. And it rhymes with Soingo. And I was like, oh, now you don't don't mess up. Boingo, boingo. Get out your money, bro. (laughs) Anyway, he tipped me about full hundred bucks. I can only imagine because he was drunk out of his mind. (laughs) The next morning, I didn't get any tip for helping load him on his way out. Nothing. No, zero. And he looked pretty mad. So (laughs) I can only imagine he didn't mean to do that. (laughs) But it been done. Don't drink and tip. Yeah, it's a bad idea. (laughs) Wait, that was fun. Um, Then from there, I think I did some more school. Uh, I was doing school all through this. uh, You keep saying I think a lot. Like you weren't present at most of these activities. I don't don't remember them. Um, It's kind of a blur. It's in between his uh, 50 loaf of bread shipping on the airlines. Well, that he doesn't have glaucoma anymore. The one reason why I like LinkedIn, this is not a plug. But the one reason why I like it is I could keep my job history there and I didn't have to remember it anymore, (laughs) you know? And so anyway, I've had a lot of jobs. Like Brian said, I've had at least 15, maybe more. But uh, after this, this other job, I think I went up to try and do the whole make it, make it big installing satellites job for a bit, which was interesting. And uh, then after that, I came back and I tutored math, I think for a long time after that. And then I taught math for a bit after that. And then I dabbled in my own business. Doing what? Timing, race timing. Oh, for bikes? Kind of weird for running mostly. Oh, running. Yeah, you could do it for bikes too, but it was mostly at the time Hmm. for running. The company still exists um, and they still operate out of this area. They don't obviously operate out of a bunker because that's not mostly where people run. Um, But it was uh, purchased from me. Um, and, uh, they still use a lot of the work that I put into it, which I think is super cool. But after that, I did, I think I got my, my most recent job where I worked for a storage company, which is uh, hard drive storage, not, um, couch storage, <laughs> like extra space. And then, uh, and then now I work here for the under the mountain, uh, it group. Nice. So. Kind That's of a, quite quite a job history there. I mean, I've done a lot of things. I didn't even mention plumbing because I forgot. That's why I said I think a lot because I can't remember. But I did do plumbing for a while. That was interesting, very stinky, and a very dirty job. And I'm grateful for plumbers. Amen. Yeah. You didn't ask me about my dream job. Do you want to do that? Yeah. What's your uh, my dream job? My dream job. I know I didn't give you any go time. dream job. Okay, here's my dream job. <clears throat> my dream job is to have. A bajillion dollars. That's not a job. do whatever the heck I want. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I'm just going to wake up tomorrow morning. I'm going to be a bajillion dollar guy. My dream job is lottery winner. (laughs) Yeah. Well, I don't want to win the lottery. I just want to have had a lot of money because I worked really hard and then do whatever the heck I want, which isn't like golf. I'm not saying I just want to play. I would like to farm. Um, but the problem with farming is in our culture, we don't really value food in my opinion. And so it's like a nickel and dime thing, which doesn't make it any fun. I would want to grow really high quality food 
and the price that would accompany that really high quality food might um, bump me out of the market unless I was like self-sustained somehow. So nice. So speaking of farming, Dustin, That's a perfect segue right there. Huh? I, how you like me now? Yeah. So I've had two basic jobs in my life: farming and IT. And uh, I've had a couple little side jobs. Um, I was a valet attendant. Uh, my buddy owned a valet company, and so. Uh, I, I did valet and that was actually really fun because I got driving a lot of really cool cars and those people who drove really, you know, cool cars thought they should tip really big cause I would take care of their car. Nah. So I got a lot of hundred dollar tips for, uh, taking care of the cars and parking them up front. How many burnouts? Uh, never any burnouts. Oh wow. But you know, we, what about trips you around Ferris, Chicago? Did you Ferris Bueller some hills? No, no Ferris Bueller, but <laughs> One quick funny story about that uh, about that uh, valet job. There was this guy who used to come in. He looked like a porn star, porn mustache, just you know, fit that persona. He drove this Corvette, and uh, it had snowed a ton, obviously here in Utah. And the the lot that we were parking on at this club was gravel, and so I drove this Corvette around the back of the lot to come up and bring it up front, and it got stuck. It was kind of a little bit of an uphill. So I got the rest of the valet guys and I'm out there rallying it, you know, you know, and they're pushing on the back and he comes out because he needs something out of his car. And we're like rallying this Corvette. Thinks you're doing a burnout. Oh, yeah. He was so mad. And there's like the tires were just a spinning. You know, we couldn't get this thing to move, but it was pretty funny. So he got all mad and he's like, get out of my car. We're like, all right. So he gets in. And he's, uh, he's rallying it, you know, and it doesn't move. <laughs> so he finally rolls down the window and he's like, I'm sorry, guys. Can you help me get my car unstuck? <laughs> so we, we pushed his Corvette, but we just stood back and laughed. So it was kind of funny. That is pretty good. But, you know, start. I was kind of like Brian. Uh, I started working young. Uh, I worked on an egg farm. And uh, so the egg farm that I worked on had uh, about 580,000 chickens uh, in it. And they were there Holy just to produce moly. eggs. So two things come from chickens, uh, eggs and poop. And so there was a lot of poop and luckily I wasn't involved with that, but I had every crappy job that you could imagine that went along with, with gathering eggs, every Um, poopy job, except poop. That was the only poopy job that I didn't have to do, (laughs) but I've, I've done, I did a lot. Uh, I kind of got sick of working, uh, on the egg farm. And so there was this local beef farmer. Uh, I kind of got involved with him because of the chicken poop. You got involved with the beef farmer? With his business, I guess you should say. Um, he he started buying manure from the egg farm, and they would spread it in this field. Uh, the problem was is with, with wet manure, it tracks flies, and so you have to maintain this field. It's got to be tilled under and, and moved around every single day so that uh, the, the flies can't, you know, lay eggs in it. So he hired me. I then went to work on this beef ranch and I drove a tractor uh, for a good portion of the day just tilling this manure every single day. And I'd do it in the morning and then he'd have other jobs for me. I would uh, turn sprinklers, I would bale and cut hay, I would tend cattle. Um, And I got two funny stories to tell you about the, the, the the beef farm. I loved this job, by the way. It was fun. It was like the most fun I'd ever had. It didn't pay very good. And it was really, really hard work. But every morning I would have to get up at like five in the morning and I would drive to this hayfield 
And uh, I don't know if you've ever seen, there's like these great big giant sprinkling systems. They got big wheels on them and they kind of have a motor house in the middle of the line. And they've, you know, got a rain bird that just sits and spins. So every day I'd have to turn that off, turn the water off, go to the middle, turn the water back or turn the motor on, roll the wheel two and a half turns and then roll it back half turn and then uh, get the water back on and the sprinklers go. And when the system's full, it has enough water to hold everything down. So it's, it's pretty easy, you know, it's, it's a little bit of work. Uh, and then at night I would have to go after I got off doing all of the crazy labor I did during the day, I'd have to go do that same thing again. So, uh, one day the rule was, is you didn't leave the field until everything was set up till all the sprinklers were running, all the drains had stopped. And I got in a hurry and I just cranked on this the water and the water coming out of there is like high pressure. I mean, you're running, you know, 2000 feet of sprinkler line, you know, there's a lot of pressure. So I, I didn't really pay attention. I just turned it on. I got in my car and I left. And so that night I came back and, uh, the sprinklers turned off and that's like a no, no, you never left the sprinklers turned off unless, you know, they were tied down cause the wind would blow them away. And so I come back at night and the sprinklers are off. So I'm like, Oh man, what's going on? And so I go to the valve and there's a note, uh, a tag tied to the thing. Do not turn on until it's been repaired. So I start walking the line and I get to this spot. There's a drain that's blown out and it's a three quarter inch hole. And there is now a hole in the ground <laughs> that's about six feet in diameter wow. and it's clear full of water. Wow. So Swimble. I'm like, I'm like, huh, it's in the middle of this hay field, right? Jet. So this sprinkler water jetted a hole and I jumped in the hole and it was up to my neck. Wow. And so about that time <laughs> I was about almost six feet tall. So it's about five feet deep and about six feet round. So I didn't know what to do. So I just went and fixed the drain, moved the wheel roll and uh, started watering again. And I didn't say anything to the farmer. I didn't say anything. And I kind of got a little worried about it. And as it got closer to the hay season, I was like, he's going to drive that tractor into this hole. And it was big. I mean, it was gigantic. <laughs> so I got this bright idea that I would fill up a, a truck with rocks. We had this big, great big rock pile and I would fill this hole with rocks. So it got close to the hay season. I actually was going to go to school. So I quit the job. So I didn't know what to do and I didn't dare tell him. So I filled this hole full of rocks and hay, and then I got a big board, and I just laid it over top of it. (laughs) (laughs) I gave my two weeks notice, and I left. I don't know what ever happened. I don't know if he ever drove into it or found it. You didn't watch the obituaries the next week? No. And, you know, the the big swather that he had, if if the wheel went in the hole, the big cutting blade would have supported the whole swather. So it wouldn't have been a, you know, like, it wouldn't have injured anybody, but... He probably was mad. He's probably like, what the heck is this board and hay doing here yeah. four feet under the ground? <laughs> but that was kind of funny. Um, I, you know, and I, I think I'll just hold the other story for maybe another time because we're getting short on time. But, Scott, you? So I've really had two major jobs in my life. I started out uh, working in retail as a um, just like a shelf stalker. Or Fred Meyer, it's not here anymore. But got bought by Smiths. Yeah, that's owned by Kroger. Oh, is it? Hmm. Who owns Smiths? Yeah. So anyway, uh, you know, and that was a fun job. Started that at sixteen. Uh, that's pretty much. 
I worked there clear until I graduated from college. Clearing tail? Clearing tail? Clearing tail? <laughs> yeah. That's what you do in high school. I guess. So uh, the, one of the funny stories I had there is uh, after a little while, I stopped, became a cashier. I actually got a promotion. You moved up. Wow. I did. How many years did that take? Uh, it took, so I started when I was 16 and I, I had, you had to be 18 to be a cashier. So it mm. took two years. Mm. But um, after being mm. a cashier for a few years, then I moved on up and I moved into the electronics department, which was awesome. You know, you get a sell TVs and stuff. So Were they black and white in those days? Dude, yeah. How did you know? Circuit City wannabe. <laughs> Circuit City wannabe. That was me. Um, but anyway, uh, anybody who's worked retail, and you know Black Friday, right? So I was one of the lucky ones who got to work one Black Friday morning, and we opened like way too early when I was that age. Um, but anyway we had this huge press of people on the door waiting to come in. It was really cold out. People were really anxious to come in. And so we had two sets of doors, right? We had let people into the first set of doors to keep warm, but apparently they had just piled in there and it was packed. And so we, when we went to open the other doors, we just had this big pile up, all these people just, fell on their faces and the people behind them just <laughs> basically trampled them around wow. and it was yeah it was like i thought someone was going to be trampled and you know actually die and stuff i mean luckily nothing like that happened but it was hilarious because the the electronics was right at the front of the store and i just watched the uh, managers he's opening these doors and just to see these people like all this pressure and explode <laughs> through the door and all these uh, People are crazy on Black Fridays, but yeah. yeah, so that was... I didn't know they had Black Friday back then. Yeah, it was really black back then. It was like, did you have candles yeah, to light candles. the store? Yeah, how'd you know? I was just trying, was, to, picture the, trying to picture the Amish or something, I don't know. Yeah, they're oil We're lamps. not Amish. <laughs> we have electricity. <laughs> I didn't know it's how just far back olden that days. was, you know? Like back in the olden days. 1802, I don't know. So, yeah, that was one of my... Uh, most vivid memories of working there. After that, uh, I did work at a, um, what's it called when you call people? Call, call center. center. Call oh, center. Miserable. In their I IT forgot. department, though. I did that, too. I did that, too. I did that, The too. Sears not, job was... Not in their IT department, though. I did do a Sears job, but that was kind of a second job that I had while I, I was working at Fred Meyer at the time at nights, and I did that. Did yours, was yours really early in the morning? Yeah, it was weird hours. It wasn't normal hours. Yeah, ours was, we had to be there, like you know, like six hours before the store opened at yeah. nine or something. Yep. I don't know. It was horrendous hours. So but I did do that. But I ended up working at a call center, but not as a caller in their IT department. So, and if you've ever worked at a call center and you've done this as a job and you've spent any amount of time there, you know the turnover. Have you, I mean, any two months I, at most? I was on the floor making calls, so I can imagine the turnover because I lasted like three and a half weeks. Or yeah, it's just ridiculous. That's about probably average yeah. for a, a call taker in one of these call centers. Is They're just constantly trying to get people in. And they had training classes to train people every day. And it was just hilarious to me how fast they went through people 
Was that an IT call center or was it a? No, we it was just a regular call center, but I did IT for them. So I worked. I worked at a IT or a, a tech support call center. Oh, tech support. Yeah. And I was a supervisor, and I also did IT for them. And the turnover there wasn't as great. I think it's because it was IT. It yeah, was a, a help. A help. Help desk probably a little different. This was yes. like uh, you know, calling for Discover card to see if you wanted to get a Discover card. I think and stuff like oh, that, yeah. which is just sales, which is just miserable. I yeah. mean, the outbound, outbound sales yeah. is outbound way sales. worse than inbound. Uh, but that's where all the support. money is. So. You make a lot more money, I guess, apparently. That's what I was told, doing outbound sales than you do inbound. But turnover is horrendous. So uh, I got to experience that without having to actually experience it. So that was nice. I got to write all the scripts for all the calls they made. And oh, you wrote that terrible. I, what seems okay, to be so the problem, sir? Let, let me rephrase. I did not write the scripts. Okay. I programmed the scripts oh, okay. to make them like the flow and stuff. Oh, that's so, cool. Nice. Um, after that, then I moved here and came to our vault. Did here. you say that you worked at Fred Meyer until you went to school? I worked at Fred Meyer all the way through school. All the way through school, okay. I was there for 12 years. That's wow. a long time. Does that tell you how long I was in school? They hopefully gave you a badge. <laughs> oh, that's funny. <laughs> yeah. A lot of people go to school for 12 years. They're called doctors. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So all of that wasn't in college. Some of that was high school. Some of that was other stuff. So, but yeah. Don't let him harass you. It took me forever to get through that. Dustin, oh, we forgot your program. dream job. Oh, yeah, we did. Um, is, is this your dream job, De- Dustin? No. <laughs> <laughs> I fell in love with IT, but uh, once it became... Uh, your job? No, I... We're kind of like the utilities department. I don't know. You know, it's just, we're just expected to have it up and running. Oh, That's yeah. when I stop yeah. not liking IT as much. Yeah, uh, I would probably say that if I had a dream job, I would probably like to be a pilot. I've kind of fallen that in love with cool. aviation. Yeah, so. that would be cool for sure. Like a commercial pilot. Um, I, you know, what would be really fun would be to like be a crop duster. I think that would be fun. You just go to Taco Bell for that. You don't got to be a pilot to crop dust, bro. <laughs> I want to be a, a crop dusting pilot. I don't want to be a Taco Bell crop duster. Why Why crop dusting? I, I'm going to assume, knowing you, that there's a, a high level of precision and you're very close to the ground and that keeps it interesting. Yeah. yeah. So all those open, insects you get to kill. Open cockpit type thing, you know, yeah. low to the ground. Uh, don't have to worry about people. You just... It just seemed like it would be fun flying. You Wind know? through your hair. Wind through my hair. Goggles on. You're I'm not, sure that's not even how it goes, but that's what I'm <laughs> imagining in my head. It's your dream job. You can freezing. have whatever you want. You're freezing with the open cockpit, by the way. That's why they all wore those sheepskin coats, because it's freaking cold. Oh, they're they're only flying 20 feet off the ground. It's warm. Oh, no, I'm not saying, you know, everywhere. Oh, There yeah, are going to yeah. be some places that are warmer, of course, but it can be very cold. What about when you were a kid? What was your dream job when you were little? Uh, veterinarian. Veterinarian. Yeah, that's what I wanted to be. Nice. Luckily, I I saw the the light and chose a different path. And then I wanted to become a a wildlife resource uh, officer, like a, a fish and game or a game warden or a, a park ranger or something like that. And then I went to a seminar and found that wasn't <laughs> the thing. So I changed my major to general ed. I took a programming class, like Brian said. I loved it. 
changed my major. Well, I, the next semester I took a bunch of computer classes, changed my major to computer informations after that. And the rest is history. Here I am. Nice. So my dream job was when I was little, I had braces for a long time. And I always really thought that would be, be an orthodontist would be a dream job. Because when I went to the orthodontist, I saw that the actual assistants did 90% of the work. <laughs> <laughs> and he would show up and look in my mouth and say, oh, looks good. And then he'd walk away and, you know, and, and they're rich. So I figured there was no on-call, you know, what's the worst emergency? Oh, his band broke. You know, there's no. But then I discovered that's a lot of school and I didn't want to do that. So, yeah. But that was my dream job uh, when I was growing up. And then I went to started college as an electrical engineer. Um changed that wanted to be a chemist at one point that's actually did enough chemistry classes that my minor's in chemistry so but uh then got down to the point where i needed to do something and graduate finally (laughs) get a real job (laughs) so i always loved computers so that's why i picked computers and that's where i am today so wow all right very exciting Although when I was 13, my dream job was I wanted to be the Sports Illustrated swimsuit model sand brusher offer. <laughs> if that's true, that's pretty epic. You want to be an oil boy? Hey, I'm sorry. The town is over that way. <laughs> you have to Come forgive on, my 13. friend. He's a little slow. <laughs> <laughs> Who wouldn't want to do that at 13, man? I have to say you were quite mature to know that you wanted to do that. I wish I knew I wanted to do that. <laughs> Not that it would have mattered. Pretty funny. All right. Um, I think we got time to do our next segment. We're pretty close. Let's at least do the would you rather. Yeah, let's at least do would you rather and see how that goes. All right. Brian has a would you rather question for us. All righty. So this may take some thought, but um, would you rather you're, you're required to eat your body weight in either Spam or Velveeta? Disgusting. So there's a couple rules. You can take as long as you want. You cannot eat anything else until you've completed the requirements. And you can cook it however you want. And you can drink as much or as little as water as you want in the meantime. So you have to pick. Are you going to eat spam, the, the weight of spam of your body weight, or Velveeta? Why do you have to pick? What's, what's the... Because it's a would you rather. Just He just the made question. the rules. I'm just wondering if they're going to kill me because I'd almost <laughs> rather die. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, my body weight, huh? Your, me, your full body weight in either span. Is or this my uh, my real body weight or my <laughs> pretend body that's weight? What that's what I'm trying to decide. <laughs> which which body weight do I want to go with and decide? So, like, if I had like that much spam, how long would that last? Can I prep it? Yep, you can cook it any way you want. I'm going spam, man. Because I can you do? fry it, you can eat it raw. Disgusting, you disgusting. Can, uh, keep going. <laughs> can you mix it with anything? Nope. Well, you can make. Nope. You can only mix it with spam. Another, another <laughs> <thing> <laughs> <of> spam. <laughs> so the answer is yes. You can Some mix raw it with spam, spam between two spam. slices of cooked spam. So it's right. a spam sandwich. <laughs> a spam sandwich. Oh. Cooked, sli- mm. cooked spam in between raw spam. So yeah, I think I'm gonna go spam. I think that would, I, a little more variety. I well, imagine having to open up that cooked versus raw. Two vi- varieties with spam. Spam sushi. All right, John. What about you? 
I'm I'm going Velveeta. First of all, I cannot stand either one of them, but I can stand Velveeta better than I can stand uh, Spam. Spam's disgusting. But you can only cook Velveeta one way and heating it up, right? I mean, I mean, I just no, I don't I don't heat it up. So Velveeta, right? Are you talking American cheese? Or are you talking out of the aerosol can? The the block block of Velveeta the, the cheese. The block, but you pull the plastic off and you have a sheet, right? And it jiggles. Yeah, no. yeah. That's no, not no, slices. just a big a giant big block, block of Velveeta, of Velveeta cheese. cheese. Yeah. So what I would straight up do is I'd take the block out of the wrapper and I'd take a bite and put it away and come back and take a so, bite and put it away. So how long would it? I mean, I don't know. How long Scott, would it take you? Probably to eat years. This. Would you? So how I guess blocks? I might die if you go into this. So then I start wondering: Is it better to just eat it all in one day and be done with it, oh. or do I want to try and spread it out over like a month? It doesn't matter which one you pick. If you try and eat it one day, you won't poop and you'll die. <laughs> well, see, here's the problem with your Velveeta, <laughs> your Velveeta theory. So it's going to take you a month to to eat this Velveeta, right? In the process of eating all this Velveeta, you're going to gain some weight. So you're just adding Velveeta to your plate. I don't, I don't care. <laughs> That's probably true. That's disgusting, and I, and I don't care. I don't like Spam at all. Not a Spam guy. Have you ever had fried Spam? You know, I don't think I have. It's good. Scott, I don't know, man. You should that, try it. That's a tough question. Did you answer, Dustin? Not yet. Go, <laughs> Dustin. <laughs> Dustin's up. I kind of think I know where you're going, though, based on what you said. I'm definitely not going the Velveeta route. Yeah. Because, like it, yeah, I got to go spam. Uh, have you had spam? I have. I can't stand spam either. Okay. But okay. I do know this, that I can open a little can, and I could hurry and pound that can of spam. And then the next time I go to eat, it's a nice, new, fresh you know, can of spam with a big, huge block of Velveeta cheese. You're going to be eating old cheese. No, 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 no. You <laughs> see now you've messed old up because cheese. Velveeta is completely artificial in every way, like a Twinkie. Exactly. That stuff won't go bad ever. Exactly. And I like my so daily. It's always fresh. I like my daily visits to the little boy's room. <laughs> when you eat that much Velveeta, it's no longer a daily visit. Yeah, that's for sure. But you can, you can do some things with some spam, fry it. You know, you could. Eat it raw, I guess. Is that it. like the Atkins diet? You know, just all meat. And we're going to lose weight, so eventually we're not going to have to eat as much spam. I don't know if you'd want to call spam meat. I'm saying that at at this time right now, your weight you have to eat because I know I would gain weight, and I certainly wouldn't choose to do Velveeta if I was going to be gaining weight and have to keep you know <laughs> keep shooting for the new targets. That's that's not helpful. What about condiments? Can we have condiments on our nope, spam? Just salt, that. pepper, nothing. Just that. Nope. Just just raw spam and raw Velveeta. Sounds and like water. You, you said we yep, could, you can we drink can. water. All right. But that's it. Those sounds are like you got choices. dropped on a desert island. Can I put the spam in the water and make uh, spam tea? Boil it. Yes, that's <laughs> disgusting. <laughs> oh my god. I'm still going spam. I, there's no way I could do Velveeta. Brian. Yep, I'm a spam guy because at least you can cook that and you burn it a little bit one day and then you undercook it the next day, have a little bit of variety and flavor, but there's no way that I could eat that much Velveeta. Your arteries would close before you so finish. Now I want to know, do you try and pound it as quickly as possible so you can be done or do you drag it out? Well, I don't think either one of these things, either one of these food items have an expiration, so I'm going slow. I'm taking my time. There's no way you can pound that much. Ugh. I'll tell you right now, I weigh I weigh plenty. I mean, not as much as Scott, but 
<laughs> but, I think he just called you fat. But, oh, I think so too. But I'll fat? tell you, I'll yeah. tell you right no, now. No, he's pretty skinny. Yeah. I'll tell you right now that um, that much of any food that isn't like celery, you're gonna gain weight. Well, if it's the only okay, thing you eat. Fine, but so are you pounding it or are you spreading it out over? I'm a month? spreading it out. I'm gonna intermittent fast that crap. <laughs> so you're gonna eat straight it for up. a year, straight up. I'll, I'll eat that for five eat it for years. a year. I'll straight up not eat for two weeks and then I'll eat again. Oh, so man. yeah, ten years. I bet me. that plan would work for about one month, and after that, you're like, oh, I gotta get rid of this stuff. Or I don't want to get. Dude, I'm telling you, I would highly consider just ending things if I had to, <laughs> if I had to eat one of those two things. I don't care which one; they're both terrible. Now, if it was Parmesan cheese, I would have a lot more of a smile on my face. Well, it's so. not, so yeah, don't it's not, smile. It's not, yeah, Dustin, uh, fast or slow? No, fast, for sure. I'm going to eat myself sick, and then I'm going to go a day. If you throw day. it up, you have to eat it again. <laughs> I'm not gonna eat. <laughs> it has to stay down. I, 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 I can't eat to the point where I throw up. I've never done that. Really? Yeah, I've never oh. eaten to the point where I've had to throw up. Try the milk challenge. Yeah, I'm out. <laughs> but I'm going to eat. As much as I can eat the first day, I'm going to see how the second day goes. Depending on how the second day goes, I may splurge again and eat again. I'm going to get rid of it as fast as I can. I'm with you, man. I'm d- I'm getting rid of that as fast as possible and moving on. So you'll be whatever, so sick. maybe, but I'd rather be sick for a day or two or even a week and then get a taco <laughs> than true. have to eat Velveeta <laughs> for five years. Dude, I'll straight up like bodybuild and go to the beach and get a tan and stuff while I'm fasting. I mean, you wouldn't even know I'd be eating cheese every day. I'd look good. Okay, so here's the thing, though, (laughs) is I can eat that much spam and then never eat spam another day in my life. I'm totally fine with that. That's true. That is true. Velveeta, on the other hand, there's a couple of chip dips that I really like that require Velveeta. So I don't know if I could eat that much Velveeta that I would ruin my taste for Velveeta for the rest of my life. Yeah, if you had that much Velveeta, man, you could never go to a Super Bowl party for the rest of your life. Exactly. <laughs> Nachos sick. are out. <laughs> that is true. All right, good question, Brian. I liked it. That was Very a good one. Interesting. I'm not hungry. Well, that's too bad because guess what we're doing now? What? We're going to go have a burrito challenge. What? Burrito challenge at the Blue Iguana. So, what's this burrito challenge? They have a giant burrito and you got to eat it. What if you don't eat it? Then we laugh at then you. Then you don't get the free ice cream at the end. <laughs> yeah, that's, they seriously that's give you your ice price. cream after ice cream. If you can finish that big honking three-pound, four-pound burrito, whatever it is, I think they call it actually a five-pound. I don't know what it is. But if you can finish it, then you get a bowl of ice cream. Just what everybody wants after they've just eaten like a, a giant thing. More food, right? That's a great price. Give me a T-shirt instead. So but is it a good burrito or is it just like beans and a tortilla? We'll find out. Okay, so I'm the only one that's done this challenge, right? Wait, you've successfully already no, no, done no, no, it? No, 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 no. I'm the only person that's ever ordered this burrito, right? Nobody Correct. else has done it? No, I've never okay. I have not done it. So I went with my friend Braxton and he successfully ate the burrito. He finished the burrito and they brought the little bowl of ice cream and then he ate the bowl of ice cream. And Braxton's not a like a heavy guy. Did I he mean, up chucking your car on the way home? Oh no, he's he's tall. He's like six five, maybe. He's he's medium build, but he's not like a you know like a, a five hundred pound guy. Like a and sumo he's, wrestler. He's not a sumo wrestler, but he ate this whole burrito, and it it was pretty amazing. I've 
I've attempted this burrito and I didn't push myself to the limits. I think today I'm a little more prepared. Wow. I right. might be able to get halfway. I'm putting through. it down. You've been hey, starving yourself for a couple days. The burrito is awesome. It's good. Okay. The problem is though is you've got this gigantic burrito that's five pounds, and after a certain point, it all just kind of melds together, and you, it's kind of like the spam thing. Maybe the first can of spam or the first block of Elvita is pretty good, but by the time you've eaten so many cans of spam and so many blocks of Elvita, you just you can't do it anymore. That's when I quit eating the burrito. Hmm. That's when the tortilla gets soggy. Yeah, yeah so that's that. what we're doing tonight. Right now we're going to wrap this thing up, and we're going to go do a burrito challenge. And if you don't do it, I'm going to laugh at you. I guess you can look at pictures later on Instagram. We'll, yeah, we'll get some pictures tonight, and uh, we'll report back. We'll report back. Post those on Instagram after the episode posts. So that's our show for today. You can find us in all our normal places. Um, have we added any new places? Uh, so this last week, we've got a, uh, a, an acceptance letter from TuneIn. So we're in TuneIn. Uh, I'm s- not quite sure if we're in Spotify yet or not. Um, I did see some stuff from Spotify, but I tried to search the Spotify library and I, I didn't see it. But I think that's the last place that we're trying to get in. But um, I, we're in all the podcast catchers now, and uh, you can always visit our website and listen to it there or or anywhere else. If you uh, like our show, why don't you leave us a review on one of those platforms? That's always helpful to get feedback. Definitely. Uh, iTunes is really easy to leave a review. Uh, Stitcher, uh, Pocket Cast, all of those places will allow a review. Uh, it'd be nice if, if we got some reviews from somebody. That'd be cool. Yeah. If, you have, if you have any suggestions, we always have our email. You can get uh, our email address or any of our social media platforms from our website. Yeah. So What's let- our website? RegularGuysRandomThings.com Perfect. Go visit it. All right, so that's our show for this week. Thanks for joining us, and um, we're off to eat a burrito. Woohoo! Wonderful burrito of Oz. Oh boy! Burrito. <laughs>